I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital Recap for November 20th through 24th. Yeah. Ish, 23rd, because 23rd, yeah. Football had to happen on Black Friday, but we had a new episode for Thanksgiving. Right. They made it up to us by letting us have a new one on Thanksgiving. Yay. I don't know. I don't, I feel like who actually watched it on Thanksgiving? If you did, I'm not judging. I'm just actually wondering. I mean, maybe that's a good break. You feed everyone and they're tired and they go to bed and you get to sit there and watch your GH by yourself. That is fair. I like that. That's, that's a good theory. Eat some pumpkin pie without anyone bugging you. <laughs> so, for Port Charles Pipeline, we had a couple write-ins from Chelsea. I've been watching older episodes on the ABC app, and that's the one that's on the, oh, uh, what? It's the app, the, the GH channel yes. thing that we talked about. Since they started, they've aired most, almost all of 2018. They air the episode in about three-month sets for a few months at a time, and then they switch to the next set of episodes in order. It's pretty nice because I just turned on, just turn it on as background noise, and I'm always catching different episodes because they're on an eternal loop. So I guess they show the same episodes oh, okay. instead of just showing straight. Right. So if you do happen to miss one at 2 p.m., it might be on it three days later. Okay. At like 8 a.m. I don't know. That's how I'm yeah interpreting this. Anyways. I've been rewatching all of Nell's pregnancy and the framing Carly for pushing her down the stairs while pregnant. Nell taunting Carly with Michael's memory, Ava and Nell being such good friends. Forgot about that. Yeah. Sunny and Carly dealing with Mike's illness together, which we keep forgetting with the whole this Nina thing. Uh-huh. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael losing Jonah, the baby swap, and so much more. 
Anyways, I need you guys to watch these episodes. <laughs> Just turn them on when you're folding clothes or as background noise. The trip down memory lane, even though it wasn't that long ago, is insane. Listen, when we watch stuff from two years ago, we're like, wait, what? Right. There's so many stories that started in 2018 that were completely ruined by today's storylines. I will never be okay with Sunny and Nina, but after rewatching almost a year of old episodes, the couple makes even less sense than it did before. Carly and Sunny are meant to be together. They have gone through everything together. They have been each other's rocks. One is always strong when the other needs to be weak. Oh, I like that when they need to be weak. Yes. Yes. Because that's true. Even the strongest needs time off. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They support each other through actual hard times. Just this year of old episodes, Mike's illness, Carly is Sunny's support system and strong pillar in Mike's everyday care and support. When Carly was locked up in Ferncliff because Nell made her seem crazy, Sunny fought hard to get her released and cleared of any wrongful charges. He was a warrior for her on the outside. When DA Margot Dawson, who I totally forgot about, mm-hmm. started coming after Sunny, Carly was a bad witch and stood by her man proudly. Michael losing baby Jonah. Sonny and Carly were there as a strong family unit, grieving Morgan together, raising kids together, protecting the business together. The list is endless. My point is their history of being stronger together is long and undeniable. They've been through so much side by side and Nina works with Valentine and Charlotte. They've been through so much side by side and it all means something. What do Sonny and Nina have? They were forced together for a story and they just don't work. Nina works with Valentine and Charlotte. I don't even agree with that anymore. I mean, we know that they are bringing back Nina and Charlotte, but Nina is always going to love that girl. I was going to say, I think Nina works with Charlotte as someone that Charlotte can trust and share with. But I don't think that her and Valentine work together because I think when Valentine went to her and said, delete this stuff, that she should have made him see that that was not the right answer. And then maybe we wouldn't have ended up where we did with Anna shooting her. Right. Sonny belongs with the entire family that he and Carly have spent decades creating, supporting, protecting, and loving. Nina and Sonny are so boring. There's just no good history between them for me to even try to enjoy them as a couple. P.S. Don't take this as a fan that just doesn't like Sonny with anyone else except Carly because that's not the case. Even though I feel Sonny and Carly absolutely belong together, I'm able to recognize that Sonny had chemistry with many different women over the years, and some of them worked. I really liked Sonny and Connie slash Kate. I liked Mm -hmm. them. They were good. He loved and accepted her, and she was just a batty, insane woman, and I loved it. Nina and Sonny have zero chemistry, a horrible backstory, and no reason to be together. Anyways, all of you... Preach! (laughs) All of that to say, you guys should really watch the ABC app General Hospital channel. All right. All right. Chelsea, thank you. (laughs) And it's not like we've seen Nina and Valentine really maintain a friendship over the past few years. Like, no, when they see each other, they're like, oh, how are you? I it's care not about like Anna you. and Robert. Right. That's different. Yes. And then from Sarah Kelly, hey, ladies, just wanted to drop a note and let you know that Jeff Kober is also on Shameless as a cult leader. So, Amanda, you need to finish watching Shameless I for me. I do need to finish watching Sh- Oh, no. I Well, I guess if he's a cult leader, then he's bad. So my brain will accept that. But it's with a twist. Uh oh. It's kind of cute to see him like this. Okay. I'm just going to have to trust you there and get to it when I get to it. Okay. I also think he's cute as the creepy landlord on New Girl. So (laughs) he's totally creepy. (laughs) But he's funny creepy. Now on to something I've been thinking about for a while. Blaze. I'm wondering if she's actually Lila Ray. 
Sky and Lorenzo's daughter. It would make sense as she has picked up her name because it was her mom's nickname. Ah. And that's what that's what Luke called Sky. And if I remember correctly, Lorenzo was from Puerto Rico, and that's where Sunny's Island is, and that's why Blaze was visiting her grandmother. Now this is just a theory, but it would be an amazing storyline. I did not think of the Blaze connection. Okay. Is there nobody though that would notice that the woman that stood on the stage at the nurse's ball? Because she was at the nurse's ball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she sang at the nurse's ball. Was, I mean, I know that Sky was not really a quarter main, but right, Alan and it's been kept, years. But Alan kept, Alan kept her in as, with her, but, but nobody would notice that, hey, that little girl, that girl looks like what maybe Lila Ray would have looked like. I don't, unless you're thinking about it, I don't know. I know. You would. Interesting, interesting. That thought. is interesting. I like it. And then some sad news. Uh, we thought Roger was just taking a medical break because I saw somewhere that he had like knee surgery or something and he's gone. That was his last day. I'm so unhappy. <laughs> I'm so unhappy. He's such a good actor. We have recycled actors a hundred thousand times, including him. Recycle him to something else. Please. Maybe he's just fed up. He seems very, although he did just recently join Instagram too. So now I'm extra confused. I don't know, but I don't like the idea of him being gone. I'm very sad. So soaps in depth, Roger Howard. I always mispronounce it. Howard. Sure. Howard. I always second guess myself. So I know that one of those is wrong. (laughs) Says goodbye to General Hospital. When the Friday cliffhanger of General Hospital was Austin being shot, fans immediately feared the worst. And unfortunately, this is indeed the end of Roger's latest soap run, latest run on the soap. Three things I know for sure the actor shared on Instagram. One, daytime fans are lovely and amazing and supportive and dedicated. And I'm deeply grateful to each sparkly one of them. Mm-hmm. Two, I enjoyed my time at GH and wish the cast and crew the best and continued success. It was a pleasure working with all of you, with you all. Three, life is amazing. We just don't ever know what's going to happen. How great. After small roles on Loving and Guiding Light, Roger became a soap star when he joined the cast of One Life to Live yes. in his breakout role of Todd Manning. After a stint as Paul Ryan on CBS Sudzer as the world turns, Howarth returned to One Life to Live to reprise his role and even brought Todd over to GH in 2012 after One Life to Live's cancellation. A lawsuit between ABC and Prospect Park over the rights to the One Life to Live characters for the online reboot forced GH to give him a new role. So he took over the character of Franco Baldwin, previously played by Franco, James Franco, during a guest appearance. That run lasted until 2021 when Franco was killed off and Howard recently uh, returned shortly thereafter in a newly created role of Austin Gatlin Holt. Turn towards the light, Howard concluded. Always huge thank you to you all. That's nice and all, but can you come back now as somebody else? And if you needed some medical time, all right, take that time, heal. I hope you feel better. Let us know if we can do anything. And then can you come back? Right. I was just having this conversation not too long ago with somebody else. I'm sorry. I did talk about John. <gasps> somebody else. You're cheating on me. But it's, I mean, it's the same thing about Finn. Like that is not the best character for Michael Easton to be. Right. Austin was not the best character for right Roger. And then there's just the, we're seeing Liz more now. But I mean, even when they had her 25 year anniversary, storyline it wasn't mm. i'm so sad 
I know that they cannot use every single person to their maximum potential every single day, but there's at least a way to keep like how we've done with Anna and right Robert and even Laura at times, you know, they're in and out, but you know, yes, that that is going to happen and that we're going to get that, you know, yeah, they might just be having tea one day or just hanging out with their grandkids, but we know that the core of that character is something special. And we just don't have that with, I'm not saying get rid of Michael Easton though, either because no. Right. But if Silas had to come back, even though he died, I liked Silas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have some happy news for me now? Because you just made me sad. I'm sorry. Well, on this upcoming 411, we're going to talk about the Quartermain pets. <laughs> That's going to be so cute. And extra special talk about the love story between <laughs> Foster and Annabelle. <laughs> this is okay but then they made a love story about pets they did I they did it. and it was adorable it was and it brought out the worst best in edward yes okay all right so that's your happy news thank you you're welcome so then we had hulu headlines did they make sense this week or are we making up knows? <laughs> on monday carly makes a decision ned is irritated with michael and drew blaze invites christina to her recording session alexis counsels finn Jocelyn helps Adam. On Tuesday, Sunny confronts Cyrus. Nina tries to get the truth from Charlotte. Anna is heartbroken. Curtis tells Jordan about his revelation. Drew pays Carly a surprise visit. Really? It wasn't Did really he? a surprise, but okay. On Wednesday, Anna and Valentine have a confrontation. Sunny has an offer for Sasha. Jordan asks for Laura's help. Dante discovers a lead in Anna's case, and Alexis is horrified. And then on Thanksgiving, on Thursday, Lois's mother arrives at the Quartermains to help with the turkey. Robert has a surprise for Anna. Valentine gently confronts Charlotte. Christina invites Blaze to Alexis's for Thanksgiving. Sasha and Cody get asked if they're dating. So where would you like to start? Can I jump into Sasha? Because I just, sure, I thought they were so cute. So first we see Sasha listening outside of the office whenever Maxie is begging was she begging or was she more dictating i love maxi but she was very matter-of-factly saying no so this is happening now dictating that's not a nice word dictating's not i mean i don't mean she's like being a dictator even though i guess that is she's like but she was saying this is what's going to happen that was great and here's where we're going right because she was under the impression that cody was now their male model she was sharing her vision exactly okay she she was visionarying. Yes. Is that a word for chef? Sure. There's actually a book somebody sent me. It's, I'm looking on my, where is it? Visioneering. There you go. So it's a word. <laughs> so yes, she was sharing her vision and she's like, come on, we're going to do this and this. And he's like, no, I can't. Sasha does not want to be around me. I'm not going to put her in an awkward position. And he was just like, so cute worrying about her, even whenever he got his check with a whole bunch of money on it. And then Sasha comes in and is like, no, we can still work together. I don't want it to cost you this opportunity. We are grownups. As long as you understand that us spending time together doesn't mean that we're spending time together romantically, blah, blah, blah. And so that was all like cute and perfect. And then we see Sasha at home later looking at pictures of Brando. That was sad. Mm -hmm. And Sunny knocks on the door and he tries to give her back all the money that Gladys stole. I love I'm him. surprised it took that long for him to say it. I I'm not saying that he should have the second that Gladys left, but I'm just surprised that he didn't just turn around and say, okay, so, aw, 
That would have been such a good project for Bernie. Well, that's so sad. Don't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's not like, stop. I'm just surprised that the first thing he didn't do was, okay, my accountant's going to go over your books and we're going to figure this out. But instead, I love her. She asks him to donate to a fund in Brando and Liam's name for mental health. Yes. So nice. She's like, you can always make more money. I'm already making more money. All that's fine. I am just grateful for where I am and everything that's happened. Thanks for your offer, but no thanks. It was just so cute. I just, it was, it was very warm and fuzzy. Yes. I like their, their family bond. It was very, very nice. And then, well, then we see her at Thanksgiving and you can tell she like isn't uncomfortable, but she's kind of like not sure. Can I ask something? Sure. When did they ask her to the Quartermain Thanksgiving? Did I miss that? You never saw that. Okay. Because I was like, wait a second. How did she get there? I would have imagined Maxie would have invited her. Right. To her. Right. But who at the Quartermain? No idea. Because. Okay. Thank you. Brooke acted. I watched the last. I watched Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday together. So Uh I'm like, maybe I just missed something. That's what I do. I did not see it. And Brooklyn acted. Like, surprise. Like, oh, Sasha, I'm so glad you're here. But it wasn't a, oh, I'm so glad you followed through and accepted the invitation. Right. Okay. So okay. I'm not cool. sure where that came from. Cool. But anyway. then Sorry. It, but... No, no, I'm totally with you because I thought the same thing when she walked in. Like, who invited I, you? Yeah, because be... Michael and Willow weren't there. No. So. And it's not like we saw Willow and Sasha having that girlfriend moment where she's like, yeah, I have nowhere to go for thanksgiving like i have no one to spend it with right yeah or that nina wouldn't have invited that's exactly who i was just thinking like there's so many other yeah so weird but okay she did the quarter mains (laughs) whatever i mean i felt like she was totally justified in wanting to go to quarter mains knowing that she could sneak out and pet that baby alpaca because he is so cute ferdinand i just i just wanted to pet him too easton's doing that for us they should sell like baby llamas that they send out to all of us because i want alpaca sorry i want i want an alpaca i always wanted a llama because of dr doolittle because of the push me pull you sure you never saw dr doolittle as a kid with rex harrison sure it's a classic you have to watch it okay it's so good so push me pull you is (laughs) a two-sided llama I'm sorry, what? It's a two-sided llama. Hold on. Everyone else is with me that she was talking like this was like a perfectly normal thing, right, for a minute. And now she's like, oh, yeah, it was a two-sided llama. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know what you were talking about. What is it? I don't know, doctor. It just arrived for you. It's making funny noises. Extraordinary thing. Aye. It's from Tibet. It's probably that uh, pink sea snail you was looking for. No, it's not big enough for that. What do you suppose it is? Well, we could always open it and find out. Oh, yes, what a good idea. <sighs> oh, look, it's a llama. Come, boy, come, boy. <laughs> I think he's nervous. Open up the other end and give him a push, Matthew. Overcoats for a start. Oh, come on, come on. Oh. 
This way, lad. Come on. That's a good fella. <laughs> I don't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you is <laughs> but it's a really good movie did, all, did they ever come out with what the um raider was smoking or <laughs> that idea because okay i don't know all right anyway well i'm sorry that you're never going to get your alpaca <laughs> is two-headed i don't think that's real no it's not <laughs> neither is that giant pink snail oh i'm sorry anyway i love you said that like it was like an honest to god thing that i totally know about it was on disney all the time when we were growing up so i didn't have disney oh wasn't that rich we were not rich i don't know who you were stealing it from then because i didn't get to anyway back to general hospital oh where do we leave off i was just saying how i wanted i wanted to be with sasha so i could pet the alpaca so yeah i just i liked her storyline all week that it was sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. And and Cody, she said to him again, like, I still don't know what I'm doing. I feel like everyone's moving on and I'm not. And if I start to move on, mm-hmm. then I feel guilty and I just don't know what I'm doing. And he was like, that's okay. Yeah, we, we can just see what happens. But so Leo and Ned were hanging out with Ferdinand and Leo was being so sweet or Ned was being so sweet and saying, listen, I didn't forget you. I was in there. You know, I just... I needed some time away and Leo's like, yeah, I like to go away too whenever I read my bug books and things like that. And so they were able to have that little connection. And then how did Leo bring up and he said something about Cody's hanging out with his girlfriend? I don't, I can't remember why he said it. I think he asked, didn't he ask Cody, is your girlfriend coming? Cause Cody came down and saw them and was yes. like, Hey guys, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And so then I can't remember how it came up, but he said something about Cody and your girlfriend and Cody didn't say anything. And then up at the quarter main house, whenever Sasha got there, Leo was like, Cody, there's your, your girlfriend here. I mean, I would probably do the same thing. That's not really the time and place to be having the heartbreaking conversation. No, dude, that is not my girlfriend. Right. You it know, was that's not... actually Chase that was inappropriate because he's like, right? they're not quite to that. Oh, because he asked, Leo asked if. They were going to move in together like Brooklyn and Chase. And Chase is like, they're not really at that point yet. But how about you not talk on my relationship, dude? You're not a part of it. Thanks. Yeah. Or not even. Was he even aware of that's it? the whole point. Like, right. We're not in a relationship. We're just friends and two people that are pretty enough. We get to model with snuggly alpacas. Would have been a great opportunity for just because a guy and a girl hang out doesn't mean that they they can love each other as friends right but it doesn't mean that they have to be boyfriend girlfriend yep and chase could have even said remember i used to hang out with sasha and we were never boyfriend girlfriend right <sighs> missed opportunity yeah so what was your favorite part of this week My hope it wasn't Sasha's favorite <laughs> part <laughs> okay well we'll stay in the quarter main house and ellen travolta Came back as Lois's mom, Gloria. Yes. And, quote, they were cooking, but no. it was Yuri. Oh, and Yuri cutting the onions and crying. crying. Yes. 
Yes, but where was Terry? She was at the conference with Monica. I don't like that. I wanted her there with Yuri. But at least Monica had company. Yes, that's so, true. And then they I thought about where that. she was. Yes. yes. She's always at these conferences, Right, though. she really must be the smartest surgeon alive. But so for Soap Opera Digest, Ellen Travolta said she owes her surprise gift of her return to General Hospital to her on-screen daughter, Rena Sofer, when the pair worked together during Travolta's uh, original recurring run. Rena and I hit it off amazingly well. She's just an absolutely fabulous young woman, says Travolta fondly. We've stayed in touch, and I got a call from her some weeks ago saying, I have to tell you something. I'm going back to General Hospital. She said, and I want you to come back with me. I said, well, honey, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) She asked me, would you consider it? And I said, of course I would. That would be lovely. A few days later, she called me back and said, I told them you were interested. And I said, well, good. That's lovely. In the back of my mind, I thought this is not going to happen. She's not even on contract and she's telling that how she wants it to be done. But that's what I love about her. She's a very upfront woman. This is what I want. Anyway, a few weeks later, I get a call and they're wanting me to come on the show. And I say, okay, that would be great fun. Yay. So, and she's staying with Rena while she was taping her episodes. Oh, that is so fun. Yes. I want to be invited to that sleepover. That would be so much fun. Her, uh, Rena's husband's a fabulous cook and they just whined and dined me and took care of me. They're just a wonderful family. I felt like a grandma was coming home, mixing business with pleasure. It had been almost 30 years since she set foot in Port Charles. The minute I walked onto set and saw Wally and some of the stage managers I'd known before, one of the camera people I'd known before, it was like no time had passed. 30 years. Oh, my God. It's the same studio, which is also where I'd done Welcome Back Cotter years and years ago. So I had this feeling of nostalgia and comfort, and I felt that I was being welcomed, and they were pleased and very happy that I was there. Yay. That is really sweet. Mm. I love it. But now I'm scared because the fire alarm went off. Is it yeah. going to be ruined again? I thought we were finally getting it. But then, like Brooklyn said, Mom, you just jinxed it because you said it's going to work. Yeah. Oh, but then Gloria was dodging a call from Uncle Pete. Yeah. So if he's in her phone as Uncle Pete, that would be her Uncle Pete, correct? Not Lois's Uncle Pete. Right. And so where are we going with that? I don't know where we're that going with that. feels like it's more sticky on... Mm-hmm. Oh, or is that going to give the reason why Lois has to leave? Oh, no. Don't do that. Stop. I'm sorry. Stop. I think ahead. I need to stop. No, I don't like that. I thought it was going to be... Because Lois said, you don't usually spend Thanksgiving away from the rest of the family, blah, blah, blah. So they're going to explain some big blowout that happened. But she was like, no, I'm not coming to Thanksgiving. I'm going to Port Charles. Okay. But I don't want it to be that big that Lois has to leave. Well, neither do I. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No. What? Okay. Lois needs to get on contract. She needs to be there forever. Yes. I love her. She can get her own apartment and there you go. She could go live in Austin's house. <laughs> that just became nice. available. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> When we saw Cyrus scrubbing the floor, did you totally think that that was Austin's house? Yes. I loved that. Yes. I thought that, okay, that might have been my favorite part just because I thought that was great trickery. Yep. Yep. But no, he's scrubbing the, he's on his hands and knees scrubbing the floor of the Port, Port Charles Grill. Yeah. Those aren't dishes. Those aren't dishes. Maybe he's trying to make a good impression though. But you can, I worked in restaurants for a very long time. You didn't I never got on, on my hands and knees and scrubbed the floor. No. No. Especially... I did enjoy a good deck mopping, though. Okay. Yeah. At McDonald's, 
you got the deck mop, which was like the big broom. Yeah. And then you wet down the floor and, and put soap on it and scrubbed it. Oh my gosh. It was so dirty and disgusting, but it was so clean and satisfying afterwards. I love doing that. You want to come do that to my house? No. I'll give you a scrubby mop. <laughs> I'll even throw in some McDonald's fries if I need to. <laughs> I'm good. But no, that was him scrubbing the floor and Sunny walks in and is like, huh, nice to see you where you belong on your hands and knees. Like, just yep. remember that you are not supposed to be back here taking over the town. And Cyrus just played him like he normally does and was like, whatever, I'm reformed now, blah, 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 I'm not doing anything bad. And then he tells him to stay away from Laura. Yep. <sighs> he probably would have listened to Sonny until Sonny said that. Right. And then Sonny just had to rub it in and be like, you thought you were taking me down, but all that information that Betty stole. Oh, I know. Why would, why would he do that? Because I think he was trying to get him to snap. Mm, true but cyrus is too smart for that i will give him that he just stood there and was like i don't know what you're talking about sonny i'm not sure what you mean i would never do that because i'm reformed blah 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 i don't know but then martin and laura were talking about something and he this bumps her <laughs> so weird but then they start talking again about cyrus a little bit She's lost and confused. She's like, I feel responsible. I don't want him to do bad things to the town. But at the same time, he's an adult and he's supposed to be out now like a reformed person. What are we going to do? And Martin's just kind of like, yeah, I'm over him. <laughs> it's been a while. And then she says something about Robin Hood. And he's like, like the movie? It's a classic. See, Martin and I are on the <laughs> same page here. But then it got me thinking, okay, which Robin Hood is Martin watching? Because didn't he say he just watched it last night or something? Yeah. I'm picturing him sitting there with a bowl of popcorn watching the cartoon and <laughs> loving it. Right. But I don't think he was. I think he was probably watching one from like the early 1900s that was all in black and white. And I think that there was a silent movie. Oh, my God. Robin Hood. There's been a ton of them. I'll stick with the animated one. Thank you. Who do you think's his favorite character? My son hates the theme song to Robin Hood so much. I have no idea why. Wow. But my daughter just starts whistling sometimes. <laughs> but she thinks it is the funniest thing in the world. And I think that he just does it now to appease her. Right. But, huh. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't everyone's favorite character supposed to be Robin Hood? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that I one, just think but... it's funny to think of Martin sitting there watching cartoons. Yeah, by himself. That's just odd. Unless he tries to make Lucy watch them with him. Where to go? I was going to say, are you going to stick with Martin? Because Martin ha should have a new gig now. Because Diane, mm. I was so excited for Diane to represent him. It was going to be so good. And then she meets Finn for lunch and is like, I'm sorry, I just got a call. I am on retainer from a hundred years ago for these people. So you better get a good lawyer because I'm really good. I'm sorry. I do like that she gave him the same advice that Alexis did. Yes. Get your own. Right. The do hospital not does not TH. care about you. Yes. Yes. And so then Martin shows up at Alexis's office and she asks him about it. And Gregory like jumps to my Finn would never do anything wrong. My son's wonderful. Blah, 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 blah. And Martin's like, yeah, see, I need your son not to react like that. Right. Are we now going to bring up? The thing that we've been discussing that Finn should have been identified. I know. Alexis like, hit it right on the head and was like, I'm sorry, but yeah, he's a little different and you need someone that can 
presents that in a good way instead of a bad way. He's very matter of fact, but they can seem as though he's cocky. Right. And uncaring. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, she even had that conversation with him before he went to meet with Diane when she first suggested Diane. Right. Um, they were talking and she somehow wound up with talking about Tracy. And then she said something about getting someone in the courtroom. And he's like, well, Tracy, I don't think doesn't like she doesn't work in the courtroom. Right. You know, it was something she's that, like you're being too literal. Stop. Yes. But Diane's not available. And he, I he did keep saying like, Liz suggested Scott. Yeah. And Alexis said he's brash, but he's smart. Right. 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 Yeah. I like that Alexis did not put down Scott, but was like, I think maybe Martin, because he has worked with Valentine, would be a better fit. Right. So I'm excited to see that. I feel like there's an opportunity for Roxy to make a comeback. Right. I hope they do, but. Oh, but then Greg. Gregory and Finn discussed Violet had her first debate. Yes. And it was about AI versus humans. Oh, was that a little dig at what the uh, strike was just about? Maybe. Loved it. <laughs> humans have intuition. Yep. I loved it. And they don't take batteries. <laughs> that was the other key point. Yes. So cute. I guess we could just stay at the Metro Court. Carly went. She did? I think she went to kind of see, do I want this back or not? Right. And she decided to pass on Nina's offer. Mm-hmm. I totally, being an ex-wife, felt her conversation with Drew when she was like, it's not that I want that life. It is just frustrating to see someone else living the life that I built. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, I totally hear you. Yeah. So I like that she like threw that in there and was like, just so you know, I'm not wanting to be with Sunny. He can have Nina. I just don't like that she has everything else that was mine right so yeah that's pretty much all that she and drew talked about at kelly's yeah i do hope that carly does somehow mention it in front of michael or maybe drew will mention it to michael that way michael knows that it was not nina not well willow already said something didn't she i think so yeah i'm pretty sure willow it wasn't that last week willow was like oh great news uh nina offered the metro court back to your mom but if Carly doesn't take it, I hope that Michael lets that go. Right. That right. It was her choice. Carly's she decision was back. she didn't want it back. Yes. Oh, but speaking of Michael and Drew, now they remember that, or now they realize that Eddie's, uh, Eddie's not Eddie anymore and he's Ned. And I looked it up. Uh-huh. Hold on. Where they made a deal with RCD and Sydney. I did a lot of Googling this week. So shareholders can make decisions about the company by passing resolutions. But they cannot make straight up, we're now going to have this deal. Like, that could not have been Michael's sole decision. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was okay something wrong there? with me. There was a band called Soul Decision, and they sang that song Faded. Oh, kind of my God. Feel, right? <laughs> you have too much information in your brain. I do. And I don't know how <laughs> most of it gets there, to be perfectly honest. I know so much stuff about things that, like, I've never watched or had anything to do with. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. I'm happy in my little oblivious world. I just know what I know, and I don't need to know anything extra. Thank you. I don't mean to know things. (laughs) (laughs) Now that song's in my head. Anyway. So, yeah. Ned is like, you you can't have made that decision. Right. And Michael's going to see how stupid he is to be fighting with Ned about this whenever Ned has the information that Michael wants to get out but can't 
put out himself. Like, Ned was ready. <gasps> Do you think Ned they'll wind ready. up working together? Because he did almost tell them. Mm-hmm. He did. Ooh. Interesting. I would be happy if they could all work together. I just want to know when Drew became, he goes from being Drew to, he kind of seems like a jerk when he's talking to Michael. Yeah. I understand he spent some time in Pentonville and he thinks that it was Ned's fault. So I understand the angst But there. if you would listen to Ned talk, like, I can understand being mad. If you did something that I thought put me in jail, I would be mad and not want to talk to you. But if you were in my face, like, we have to talk. Would we still record? I would listen to you. <laughs> we would do it over Zoom. Would that be over Zoom? Time. Okay. It'd always be over Zoom. But this would be it. This would be it. <laughs> be our only interaction. No, I, you still, I understand not putting yourself in the position to be around someone that you don't like for whatever reason, but their business at ELQ is legit. So right. the three of them being in that room together was legit. Right. So wouldn't you listen to Ned, even if it was just a bunch of nonsense, you would still hear him out. Right. Especially where he is the CEO. Right. And he was very like, hold it. No, Valentine's CEO. Who's CEO? Valentine's CEO. Because they even just yes, talked about Valentine that. Yeah, hasn't been doing anything yes, either. Yes. Okay, yes. But you could tell that what Ned was trying to say was, like, very pressing. He wasn't like, let me just tell you the new gossip I heard around the water cooler. He's like, I need to tell you this. It is very important. Blah, blah, blah. So you would listen. You wouldn't just blow him off. I was annoyed that Michael even took the phone call. Mm-hmm. He should have been in that moment and called back whoever. BRB, RCD. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But yeah, so now they just have to fight more over ELQ stuff. All right, whatever. We'll hold the secret a little longer. Did you think Nina was going to tell Curtis? Yeah, I did. Curtis is going to be like in a tough friends. I do like Nina and Curtis's friends. I like Nina and Curtis's friends, except for Curtis was friends with Drew and kind of Sunny for yeah. a long time also. So if she tells him, he's going to have to be like, listen, you have to tell them. Mm-hmm. So that might put a damper on their friendship. But he asked for her information. So he's kind of doing his own PI stuff to Over get to the, the bottom yes. of the shooting oh and i like how he was kind of you know they don't think it was after me and it might have been anna but you know it also could have been sunny darling and she's just like Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's just coffee we don't get shot over coffee right 
and you just want to say maybe why don't you go talk to, <laughs> to carly because remember she gave you that warning whenever all this went down mm-hmm. she'll remind you again sunny's business is dangerous but then he starts talking to jordan about it also and now Jordan is going to possibly not do her job right. that she's being paid for mm-hmm. so that she can help. Right. She's like, sorry, Laura. Sorry, Laura. I just don't have time for that job you gave me. Thanks for the promotion. I'm not going to do the work, but I'll take the pay increase. Uh-huh. And Laura's like, okay. Yeah, I'm back. I'm, I'm back now, so I'll do your workload and mine. It's fine. And by the way, feel free to use our resources how you see fit mm-hmm. to help him. Mm-hmm. To be fair, that is an ongoing crime investigation that should be. Yes. But maybe Jordan could have presented it as, you know, I think that we need to be putting more focus back onto. Right. That shooting because what's going on? Right. You know, now that we know that Charlotte was that part. Okay. But who was the shooting? Right. You know, they're thinking everything was intertwined. Okay. Now that we have isolated that. And we need everyone to have the conversation that according to Charlotte, she did not do the fire. I know. And we did did see men's, like, fancy shoes or whatever whenever the fire was set. So I didn't like how, and maybe I missed something. Please correct me if I did. But it was just like, boom, all of a sudden Dante is in the morgue. Nope, that was boom. Okay, and he's like, yeah, that, that guy got hit by a truck. It was like they didn't even try to stop. And I'm like, what guy? What body? What are you talking about? And then they're like, oh, three IDs. And the last name's Forsyth. Well, yep. And I'm like, and they're all legit. Okay. So he goes and sees Anna and she's, he's like, he had three IDs and she goes, let me guess. They're all legit. Yeah. must've been WSB. <laughs> right. right. It's the only solution. Because fake IDs can't be a thing and still look legit. Right. Right. But yeah. So apparently that Forsyth dude is now dead. So uh, what? Do you have IDs in other countries? I personally do not. Yeah. But I mean, if, if I moved to Switzerland, do they have, like, driver's licenses like we do here? I would imagine that they have their own ID. Huh. I think so. I think most countries have some form of <laughs> well, they say, photo identification. They say they're not supposed to have a different ID in each. You in can't have residence. You in can't have countries. permanent. Yeah. But I feel like if I moved to Switzerland tomorrow, unless they, like, made me, I wouldn't turn in my PA license. So I would still have my PA license that's valid for a few more months at least and my Switzerland ID. Some countries issue formal identity documents as national identification cards that might be compulsory or non-compulsory, while others may require identity verification using regional identification or informal documents. When the identity document incorporates a person's photo, it may be called a photo ID. Hmm. Some countries do not accept driver's licenses for identification often because in those countries they do not expire as documents and can be old or easily forged. Most countries accept passports as a form of identification. Some countries require all people to have identity documentation available at all times. Many countries require all foreigners to have a passport or occasionally a national identity card from their home country available at any time if they do not have residence permit, do not have a residence permit in the country. Huh, okay. I just wondered how it works. Like, how do you get because in one way, I wouldn't trade. I I wouldn't trade in my ID if I didn't have to. A version of the passport considered to be the earliest identity documentation inscribed into law was introduced by King Henry V. Oh, in 1414, as part of the Safe Conducts Act. Wow, 
And now I, I know. Wonder, I just wondered because I felt like photographic identification appeared in 1876. What? Both Australia and Great Britain, for example, introduced the requirement for photographic passport in 1915. That's crazy. After the so-called Lottie spy scandal. What is that? Oh, no. Okay. Back to GH. Back to GH. I'm sorry, guys. I just opened up a rabbit portal for her. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I, I just wondered why it was such a big deal to have three IDs. Like, I get the concept of you can only have residency in one place. But, like I said, if I moved from here to a different country, unless they right. said surrender your Pennsylvania license, right. I wouldn't. Like, my because... license is still good for two years. So I could still have it on me. Right. It would still be current and valid. But in the meantime, exactly. I would have. So yeah. that's what I was thinking I see of when they were like, how does he have three of them? Well... If I lived in Pittsburgh and then Switzerland and then Canada and they each wanted me to have their country verification, yeah, I would have three. Apparently, I'd be breaking laws. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm hoping someone would stop me before I got to that point. But they all said foresight. And then she looked at him and was like, yes, that is him. I haven't seen him in 30 years, but that is definitely him. So are we just going to like wrap everything up into a perfect little ball and be like the shooting and the fire yeah. and foresight and now he's dead and boom. Yeah. Except for, she already mentioned, where are those documents that were stolen? Right. And who stole them? Oh, yeah, because then are they going to be found? Right. Who's going to find him? him? And what are they going to blackmail her with? Oh, yeah. Okay. Who knows? I don't know. I love Anna. Oh, because they had the, the key. The Dante was like, can you can you bag this up? Yeah. And the doc just, or the mortician? Yes. Just bag it up. up. <laughs> He's like, oh, good idea. Uh, sure. Like, he's never done this before. Right. I'm sorry. But no, I agree. <laughs> like, is this, are we just ending things? Are, I mean, are you guys just trying to start 2024 with like a clean slate? Right. Is it just, you know what, guys? We're just going to, we're going to get rid of Austin. We're going to end this Anna Sunny shooting thing and bring in some guy that we have no idea who right. the heck he is. And I don't like that they're, if that's how they're going to do it, Curtis is finally finding motivation. Right. Like, we're going to go out and figure this out. We're going to do this. He's finding a purpose. And now you're going to turn around and be like, no, 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 you don't have to do all that. It was foresight. It was for Anna. It's done. Well, there's also a good chance that it could have been somebody with fake ID written as though he was foresight, but it wasn't. And the real foresight is still out there. Okay. And then it winds up being Cesar. No. My husband's not home right now, so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> he would become running down the steps. Well, think about it. I mean, he probably has moved on from masks and actually does legit plastic surgery to make someone look. Oh, absolutely. You know? So, yeah. And they didn't run fingerprints. No. They just all the IDs match. Okay. Because we trust that now. Right. Okay. Staying with Anna, she is not dumb enough to go visit Charlotte. No. Not in a million years. And not by herself. If she would have discussed it with Valentine mm -hmm. and he'd have been like, okay, I'll go in with you. Or Kevin will go in with you to make sure she feels safe and she's like eased into this. Yep. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. She would not just go terrorize a young girl. Sorry. I understand she needs to get it out, but she, no, right. that character would not do right. that. Even if she would have sent flowers with like a letter that was like, hey, let me explain, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I understand wanting to make contact, but she would not just show up. And Liz and Valentine both let her know very much how messed up it is. Although Valentine is holding <sighs> accountability 
that it is ultimately all his fault. It is all his fault. But, but he's, he's still, at least not trying to deflect it. But he's still treating her crappy. And she's like... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, don't treat me crappy. This happened because you didn't tell me what happened. And she says that he cannot be trusted because... Or what is it? He can't trust others because he can't be trusted. That's right. I don't think that's true in all cases. But that's but true But that is his. true for his. Yes. Oh. There's some people like that. And so I guess they broke up. Is yep, that where done. We're, we're getting yep, to? Yep, that's where they're Because um, Anna did say Robert asked, yeah. does he know that? And she's like, oh, yeah, he knows that. We are done. Hmm. I like whenever he knocked, Robert knocked on her door and is like, wake up, wake up. And she's like, no. And he comes in and she's like, I just want to have a depressed Thanksgiving alone. Please leave me alone. And I was like, yeah, that was the best. I'm glad that even Anna has those days. Like, I just want to stay in my bed, in my PJs. I don't care. Leave me alone. But then she got the best surprise ever. Emma! And I like that they took the time to explain that and they FaceTimed them. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Because that's exactly what you would do. Your daughter, teenage daughter, young adult daughter, would hopefully not fly to see her grandparents and not have you FaceTime her to say, Happy Thanksgiving and I'm here safe. So thank you for following through. But I also just love how excited Robert was for that. Yes. And the whole time he's like, yeah, no, you're just, you're getting over this. We're getting you out of bed. Let's, let's go on with the day. And then he's like, oh, who could that be? And she's like, what? That was sweet. Very nice surprise. But back to Charlotte, Nina went and visited her and says that she has done some foolish things while upset too. Yes. Inducing labor and stealing a baby is not, it is foolish, but it is not. Oops. Yes, Nina, you have. Sure, that's totally equivalent to spray painting someone's door. But Charlotte confessed everything and said, and after the fire, I went to her hotel room, but did not say that she did the fire. And she seemed genuinely upset later when Valentine said, I know what you did, and you could have really hurt someone when you set that fire. And she was like, what? I did not set a fire. Like, you have to believe me. How could you even accuse me of that? But she has to understand why they don't believe her. Exactly. Why they're not because you're cray. And you did some other stuff that was not okay. Yeah. And she was all mad that they went into her room. Like, I'm sorry, but you are 15. I will go through your room anytime I feel like it if you are giving me cause to. Mm -hmm. Like, try to respect your teenager's privacy. But when they're, you think they're setting fires to things. Uh, yeah, I'm going through your room. Well, in. Nina did again defend Anna, though. Yes. When she's like, by other people, do you mean Anna? And she's like, honey, she thought you were terrorizing her. Right. Right. Like, she thought you were a bad guy. You were dressed in all black and you were shaking what she thought was a gun. She did not shoot you intentionally. Right. It was not, hey, I'm going to go shoot Charlotte today. Exactly. But then Laura and Valentine brought Charlotte home. I mean, I understand why she has an attitude, but. She's got an attitude that she is... does. She does. That was where she got mad that they went in her room and like, what? Yeah, we went in your room. And then she stomps off outside like she can't believe they accused her of that. We'll sit and talk about it. Like, come on. Yeah. I don't know. He just needs to get a grip. Like he keeps saying, oh, yeah, she'll need some therapy, blah, blah, blah. And Anna's like, it's not therapy. It's deprogramming. Like she did say that. She yeah. Was like, Victor it's... talks to her the same way that like the stuff with Dante happened. Like she needs deprogrammed not just talk to kevin about her feelings okay Mm -hmm. she needs the proper help do not brush this aside like oops no big deal right he did give her the letter Mm -hmm. so that she could she could see exactly what it was and she's like what what is he doing 
Like, why is he doing this? And he's like, I guess I never thought that she would or that he would actually use a child mm -hmm. in that way. Fair enough. I really do. Yes, he, quote, kidnapped her and kept her in this boarding school. But Charlotte didn't know that she had been basically kidnapped. Right, right. She thought, my grandfather is just sending me to a better school. Mm -hmm. So, I'm yeah. glad that Anna got to see the letter to see that it was definitely Victor. But at the same time, that was even more reason for her to be like, why didn't you tell me all this as you found it out? Mm -hmm. I know he didn't have the letter immediately, but still, you had thoughts. Like, you should have shared those. And then a couple other things we have are just pretty much one-offs. Uh, Blaze was recording. She's doing guest vocals on Magnum's new track. Yeah. Who's Magnum? No idea. Don't know. But they said it was a big deal. So. And Christina was there. She invited Christina to come. I like, I like that they're making them. I like this. Friends more than friends. And then Christina invited Blaze to Thanksgiving and she showed up with some ice cream. I wish I would have had ice cream on Thanksgiving and, um, flowers. And Christina's like, Oh, my mom will love these. And she's like, No, no, the flowers are for you because I had nowhere else to go and you invited me. Thank you. So sweet. Yes. Christina deserves a sweet person. Yes. She needs a sweet person. Yes. But then at the Davis house for Thanksgiving, Molly just jumped right back into ignoring everything that just happened and is telling Jordan a, every single change that she can make as deputy mayor. Yes. I think that that's what's to be expected of Molly, though. Of course, she's going to throw herself back into work. Most people that's would. That's what Christina told Sam. Sam's like, can you believe, was it Sam said you can, can yeah. you believe this? And then. And she's Christina's like, what did you like do you know your sister? To do? Right. And she made the announcement to everyone like, yeah, I'm healing and coping. I don't want to sit here and talk about this constantly. Right. It's something bad that happened. It's going to take time to get over. But I am thankful for what I have here and for what the future holds. Right. So let's move on. And uh, Alexis Like there's going to be dark days. And at that time, I'm going to need you guys to right. exactly. be there. But as of right now, happy to be here. Yes. Let's just have some turkey. Right. And let's all drink wine around an alcoholic. But she had her glass with water in it. She did. So. And TJ has decided to choose a specialty. He's going to be a neurologist. Okay. Yeah. Didn't really give. I didn't understand why they were so. That's why I was disappointed there wasn't a Friday episode. Because Alexis and Christina. No. Alexis and Sam were standing over here. And they got this like, oh, let's go dig for scoop look on their face and they went over to blaze and tj and i thought they were going to ask blaze questions because they were like hey what's going on with you and christina but instead they're like tj did you pick a major yet or a specialty yet blah 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 and i'm like that's not really big scoop news and then he totally mansplained what neurology was he did to sam who was previously engaged to a neurologist yes, yes. just thought about that mm -hmm. okie dokie so and then the only other, oh no, there was two other things. Joss brought Adam to the hospital because he's on speed, which right. I didn't know that they still called it speed. It's nice to see some things haven't changed since the 80s. <laughs> but she's like, no, you said to bring you to the hospital. We're here. Right. You need to go get checked out. Yep. And Liz was like, you're going to make such a great doctor because you brought someone who was sick <laughs> to a hospital. Uh -huh. If that's the requirements, I am Shannon Coach MD. There you go. Whatever. Yep. I'm now adding other initials. Adding doctor to the beginning of my name. Hundred <laughs> percent. Do you know how many people I brought to the emergency room or during <laughs> urgent care or something? And I didn't lose my mind right. getting them there. It's just like, okay, no, this is what we have to do now. Let's go. Uh -huh. The fact that I can think of three very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. 
My husband, when he stabbed his leg, my friend, when she face planted and cracked open her lip, and another friend, when she kind of sliced open part of her hand. Ooh, cutting a turkey. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I'll calm through all of them. None of those were me. No, none of them, none of them were Amanda. We have not had any hospital adventures yet. Yet. (laughs) Stay tuned. That's right. And then Spencer slept at Trina's door. Yes. And she's like, you're going to get me in trouble. And then they made up. She threw Ace into the ultimatum, though. I don't, I wish that they had just, wish that they had had her slowly get to this point because she really went from zero to 60. It's not like she was, but I think slowly she was, kind of saying, Hey, I think she was just not talking about it to him because she didn't want to upset him. And now it's reached its boiling point, which I think it's out of left field for him though. He thought that she was being all supportive of it. Yeah. But some time something's going to have to happen that pushes us to a DNA test. Mm. So, <gasps> Do you think Ace is really his son? Yeah. I don't think that baby Ace is. I don't know if he's Spencer's. I kind of feel like no. I think it's going to blow it. Because they weren't together. I think it's going to blow it all out of the water that it's somebody completely, completely different. Because then we have to have Laura heartbroken that that's not her grandson anymore. And we have to have Spencer mad that he like almost blew up his relationship for this kid that's not even his brother. And Esme being like, I had no idea. That'll like trigger her back to her cray or something. I haven't written the storyline yet. Give me a minute. I like where you're going with it. So I don't know if it's going to be Spencer pushing or what that's going to cause that to happen. I'm not sure how we're going to get to that point, but we need Ace a will just get test. sick and then he's going to need no something. No, no. I don't want another sick baby that needs a transplant, blood infusion, whatever. No. Okay. Every baby does not need to get some deathly disease that only his brother can save him. And because I don't think it's going to turn out that he's his brother or his dad. Where are we going to find the donor? We're not killing off baby Ace. No. So no. Okay. Putting my foot down. I just didn't like that she included it. She could have said, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with you being around Esme. If you want to see Ace, can you work something out with your grandmother? Right. You know, right. but including, or, I feel like you Esme, need to get away from your brother. Esme understands cool. that she needs to get away from Spencer. I feel like if he didn't come at her so aggressively, he could set up like every Wednesday. Can I have Ace right. from two to six? I'm going to take him to the park and then we're going to go grab, I don't know, baby food at Kelly's. I don't know, but something. And she would be like, okay, yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not making an official like court order, but unless you do something to harm him or really make me mad, of course you can take your brother for a she few She could hours. use some downtime too. Yeah. That would be it's good not considered downtime. It's the fact that she's probably going to only spend that time Cleaning. getting stuff done, and that is not downtime. <laughs> right, but but you know, without the added right responsibility of entertaining Ace while she's doing it. Right. Yeah, I just want Esme to have that same conversation with Trina to say, "Hey, I'm not trying to get in the way of you guys." Right. Ugh, all of it. They did not talk at all about Austin this week, though. No, we have no idea. No, he's just laying there, bleeding out. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was it, though. All right. Do, do, do. Reality check. So how was your week? It was good. Um, I don't think I sent it to you, but this week we actually got to get on the phones at work for a little bit. Like they can gate your calls. So it was all just very basic stuff, but we got to get on the calls. But the way that they did it was that one person would answer, but they would have someone else 
like another classmate listening in and like on the side chat. So if you got stuck, you were both working oh, on the same nice. call, but, but live, the cus- yeah, live, the customer yeah. only heard you or whatever. I got this girl. She's super nice from New Jersey. I'm just like, I, I feel like if we live closer, we'd be like really good friends because she's so cute. But anyway, how long she, was this call? She, <laughs> it wasn't, it was just, luckily, um, I'm looking up your purchase history and I right. think that we have a lot in common. <laughs> No, not the customer. My, Shoot, now Amanda's trying to get to a stalker. Not the customer. My classmate. Gotcha. Okay. It was okay. on the call with me. Okay. So her and I were talking in between the calls and stuff. She's a very nice girl, but she was concerned because she has an accent. And she said whenever she gets nervous that her accent is worse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I guess she'd been on a call, listening in on a call the day before with somebody else. And that the customer had made the comment about, oh, it's nice that I can understand you, which is frustrating. Like, we all have to admit, I have nothing against accents. They're beautiful. I'm jealous I don't have one. But sometimes, depending on where your call is going to, you cannot understand the other person because their accent is so thick. So this girl was nervous because when she gets nervous, her accent gets thicker. I didn't hear the accent super thick. Like, her voice was beautiful. But she then said to me, oh, I love your voice. Like, it's so soothing. I could listen to you talk like all night or whatever, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, thanks. Like I laughed and was like, I hate my voice. I don't listen to my podcast. I don't do any of that stuff. I hate my voice. So then later in the chat, when we all got back together to review with our trainer, how the calls were, she typed in the chat, um, Amanda did awesome. Her voice is so angelic. And so I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to my family because we all have that voice. Like when you call the doctor, you're like, yes, this is so-and-so, right? Right. Like that's how you talk. Well, my family always makes fun of me and says it sounds like I work for a 1-900 number whenever they hear me calling the doctor. Megan especially is like, can you get that voice like off, please? Oh, my. And so I took a picture of this girl saying I had such an angelic voice and sent it to my family and was like, all of you make fun of me for my 1-900 voice. This chick said, I found angelic. See, and so, now you can listen you. to your own podcast. No. You have almost 500 episodes to get caught up on. We are at almost 500. I know we're at almost We're going to have 500 by the end of the year. I've listened to one or two, so it's all good. But I just, I meant to send it to you to be like, ha, that isn't is so funny and isn't it cute? That's sweet. But um, besides that, it was just normal Thanksgiving. I made the turkey. I didn't mess them up. Knock on wood. I was scared. I get scared every year that he's going to be either undercooked or too dry. Like that Christmas movie where you cut him open and he like, he's dead. Well, it is dead. Well, you know what I mean. The turkey's so dry. What movie is that? Christmas Story? Is that Christmas Story? No. It's the Griswold. Yes. Anyway, yeah. They cut open the turkey and it's so dry, like the skin just falls back. Christmas Vacation? Maybe that's it. I don't know. We all know what I'm talking about. Okay. I've said before, I know things, but I don't know what It's Christmas Vacation. I I was second guessing myself like this whole time. I'm like... (laughs) I knew you would know or so. Well, no, so I've only seen that like a couple times. What? Yeah. And I didn't see it until a couple years ago. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You can no longer make fun of me ever again. We weren't allowed to watch it. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't I, allowed. I wasn't allowed to watch that or a Christmas story. I never watched a Christmas story start to finish because I am just like, you hear the catchphrases so often and him stuck to the pole. I'm over it. That was my ex's like favorite movie. And when they would run it, 24 hours mm-hmm. straight he would watch it would be on the tv for 24 hours and i still have never seen it in its entirety because i'm just over it but the other one you know i'm gonna get some hate mail over that i i'm sure i'll get some hate mail over not loving a christmas story but sorry it's how it is i don't want to watch it from start to finish because i feel like i've heard all the best parts um it's weird to think of the stuff that we weren't allowed to watch and then to see the stuff that 
they think is appropriate for our kids. And then I go back and look at other things that we watched that was like rated PG. And I'm like, no, Madeline, you cannot watch that. I don't know why I was allowed to well, watch no, that. Well, no, they had worse. So the movie Stand By Me was actually rated R. And it was one of my favorite movies. And I went to rent it from the video store. And they wouldn't because I was like 14. And they called my mom and didn't say what movie I wanted to rate. So the, uh, just an R. R. And she's like, no. And I went home. I said, it was Stand By Me. And she's like, that's rated R? I said, yeah, according to the 80s standards, because the kids smoked and there was a dead body. Yep. Yep. Madeline's never seen Dirty Dancing, and I swear, by the time I was her age, I had seen it a thousand times. I had it memorized. Are you kidding me? Right. Yeah. So, it's just funny. We didn't understand the stuff that was... No. No, you didn't. And I don't think that she would either, so I'm kind of like, maybe she should get to watch it. I don't know. But that's a whole other story. She'll be paying attention to the dancing, to the watermelon. Yes. And... And that's it. That's it. Like, she'll want to reenact the ballroom scene. Right. Like we all did. And she'll be uncomfortable during the rain scene when they're in their cabin. Yeah. Yeah. And when they're crawling on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good song when they're crawling on the floor. It is. I love this song. But I remember being super uncomfortable watching that. Like, what the heck are they doing? I've still never done that. I've never done that either, but maybe that's why our life is incomplete. (laughs) We have never had someone inspire us to crawl across the floor. But anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, my turkey did not turn out Yay! like Christmas vacation. Everyone said it was good. It was not underdone. No one got food poisoning. And I got to have the kids for most of the whole day. And then they went to their dad's. And there you go. So, how about you? I did my dance fitness class Thanksgiving morning. And your picture was so cute with your t-shirt. I it liked said it. burning thighs before pies. And I was so torn on getting it because I'm like, it sounds like I burn pies. <laughs> and I don't. I was stuck on that. Yeah. And I was like, no one else is probably reading it that way, but no. I am. But we haven't had class since 2018, so that was nice to be able to get back to that. And nice. then we went to my sister-in-law's for about an hour, and then went to my brother-in-law's for the day, came home, and then I miss cooking. So I actually cooked on Friday while we put up the tree and decorated the house for Christmas. That's typically what we do on the day after Thanksgiving is get the house ready. They decorate JD and the shopping kids. At all? No. Oh, Emily and I went shopping, just the two of us, Aww. for a little while. She had never been Black Friday shopping. So she was like, we have to go, we have to go. And I was like, no, it's not like it used to be. It used to be you had to get up at like 6 a.m. It was right. a whole adventure. And that's not, it's not how it is anymore. I've only done it once. Oh, I used to. And it was My mom and I used to do it all the time when it was, it was like that. You had to, to be up super early. I did Matt's Christmas shopping his first Christmas, like went to KB Toys at five in the morning and bought out the store. Yeah. So, no. I did it one time with one of my friends. It was probably 2005. Huh. And that was enough. Yeah. We I had mean, to go to Macy's first or JCPenney's to get a Mickey ornament. Okay. Or something because she collected them. Okay. And then we went a couple places. I was like, all right, but I don't need to do this again. I didn't even buy anything. On, I bought one thing on Amazon because it's what I want to get my, it's what we are getting my in-laws. And I wanted to make sure that I got it at the price that I did because it was a pretty significant yeah, you got to save where you can. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I I used to do Black Friday shopping all the time with my mom, like the traditional, you have to get up at the crack of dawn, blah, blah, blah. And so Emily, like, I think she just wanted to experience it, but she didn't want to experience it at 6 a.m. So we went out. It was like 2 o'clock. We went to the mall. Yeah. And then while we were shopping. Well, the my... afternoon, everyone's home. So it was a better time to go. It was still super still? packed. Okay. But um, I didn't really know what I was looking for. So it wasn't like there was super great buys. I ended up getting great. her a sweatshirt and some leggings because they were half off and that was a good deal. I bought these jeans for myself, which you're not supposed to buy self, yourself stuff for Christmas, but it was a good deal and I needed new jeans. But then my brother called and said that my 
other brother and his wife were in from Ohio. So we went and did lunch with them and that cut our Christmas shopping short. So thought you would be like, Mm -mm. we're really not buying stuff this year either. I told the kids when we went to Vegas, I said, this is part of Christmas because yeah, that's expensive. It was a very expensive last minute trip. And I told them, I was like, we uh, we went away too. Oh yeah, we went to. How does she forget these things? things? Oh, no. Okay, so yes, Friday. So typically the Friday, Black Friday, we just stay at home, decorate, and then this year I was like, I want to cook because last year I had COVID. Oh yeah, and I had because the kids were supposed to be going to their dads, and so I was like, I'm going to. It was going to be the first year that I didn't see my son. Like I had it in my head that I was not seeing my son at all for Thanksgiving. I was like, No, I need to make Thanksgiving dinner, and then I wound up getting sick, and so we had it, but. I miss having leftovers because we don't come home with anything. And I was like, I want my turkey sandwich. I have two sandwiches that I really look forward to every year. I recreate Ross's sandwich from, or Monica's sandwich from Friends. It is so good. And then I just like toasted bread with turkey breast and Land O'Lakes Yellow American and a little, little tiny bit of Miracle Whip cut diagonally with some sour cream and onion chips. Okay. Super specific. I understand. (laughs) Yes, it is. But those are like my two sandwiches that I want. Here. Anyway, and then Friday, no, Saturday, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that was an early Christmas present. I said, I was like, we're, I told them, I said, you guys are too old now. Not too old, but there's nothing you really need or there's want. There's nothing that they really need. We can get stuff as we need it. Right. You know, it's, I'm like, we need to go do more stuff. I said, look at what we got last year for Christmas. And we got an outdoor projector screen, like an inflatable and a projector. Mm-hmm. Didn't use it at all. Oh, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, nope. We no, are, that makes sense. I'm, I'm we totally are doing more stuff than totally with you on the experiences are better than, than the gifts. Yes. So, so that's that. But then when we go, I guess it's like an early reality check. I'll share it again in a couple of weeks when it happens. But when we go pick up my son, we stay overnight. We go look at the lights up in Erie mm-hmm. Friday night. And then the next day we go shopping at the mall that's up there, get lunch and come home. The only thing that stinks is the Christmas tree shops closed now. Oh. But I decided instead of buying stuff now, so I would just give everyone a hundred dollars and we would go throughout the mall and switch off shopping partners. That's going to be it. Like, yeah. There's a couple things that I want to get them, but I feel like that's just going to be it. I know a hundred bucks does not go as far as it used to. So it might get increased a tiny bit, Right. but yeah, I like I'm kind of over it. I know that sounds horrible, but I'm just, no, I'm totally with you. Madeline's birthday is Friday and then Christmas. And I just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's just all too much. So, yeah, I'm not trying to be a Grinch. Like, I'm not, it's just, no, like, no, it's just, it should be about the memories, not about the stuff. Right. So that's so. what we're focusing more on. I like, yeah. It. So join us on Thursday as we talk about the Quartermain Pets. Be so cute. Have a good week and we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.